Thank you for listening to the Save Point Podcast. Please consider subscribing at youtube.com slash savepointvids. Follow us at Save Point Vids on all major social media platforms for up-to-the-minute updates on everything Save Point Vids related. If you find us entertaining and informative, please leave a thumbs up or a five-star rating on your platform of choice. Your patronage is very much appreciated, and we could not do this without you. And now, on to the show. Welcome back to the Save Point Podcast, uh, episode six, I believe. This episode is going to be all about Google Stadia. They had their um, Google Stadia Connect this morning, so we're going to break down everything that we saw and kind of give our thoughts and opinions. Uh, I, of course, am Josh Taylor, and I have my two brothers, Sean and Chase, here as always. You guys did watch the... Yeah, yeah, we watched it. Uh, So what are your thoughts? What are your, like, surface-level thoughts on everything? Well, the surface level, I think it looks promising yeah one uh uh, question that they answered was how fast your internet speed has to be Mm -hmm. because i figured if you're running streaming stuff at like 4k 60 frames you would need a a a lot more than 35 megabytes that's what i was thinking too because ours here is 35 isn't it yeah i mean granted we're paying a little bit more than like the base package but I fig- yeah, I figured it'd be a lot higher than than thirty five. Now, if that's gonna, I mean, I don't know. In real world settings, I don't know right. if that's really actually gonna. That's what I was thinking. Plus, our internet at our house is uh, it kind of gets spotty yeah. sometimes. Our, ours does too. It's supposed to be thirty five. It's not thirty five consistently. But um, uh, Google, they have the the technology and the infrastructure to kind of. Uh, yeah handle all that i mean they've been doing stuff like this for a long time so yeah i got faith that they can do it the question i have with stadia is how big of a foothold is it even going to get with uh mainstream audiences yeah 
Well, let's let's go over. I, I took some notes on the conference, um, so I'm just going to run down everything that we saw, and then after that, after that, we can kind of get more into what we think is actually going to come of this. Um, so it was a pre-recorded uh, Nintendo Direct style um, conference or like a presentation. It wasn't a live press conference. They started off by saying that uh, play on your TV with a Chromecast Ultra, your PC, your laptop tablet as long as you had a Chrome browser and then you could play on smartphones starting with their Google Pixel line and that would expand to more I'm assuming iPhone and other Android type of uh, devices later down the line Mm -hmm. Um, they have uh, Phil Harrison said they have hundreds of publishers Um, but the first game that we actually saw was Baldur's Gate 3 which did you guys ever play any of the first two? No. I was going to no, say, but, this, this game does not do... a lot. Of, I saw on Twitter, and a lot of people are excited about it. I have no idea. I mean, I know what it is. I have no context for it, and we didn't play it growing up. Yeah. Um, but uh, Larian Studios, I did play Divinity originally. Oh, did you? Was that good? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really people, good. People were really down geek- RPG, like isometric type. People were geeking out about that, too. I think IGN gave it like a high nine or something yeah. when it came out. It was like a 9.5 or a 9.7. Um, but yeah, I, like I said, it doesn't do anything for me, but I'm glad people are excited about it. Uh, no gameplay. It was just a CG trailer. Then they went into the actual specs that would be present or the specs that you could, um, stream at. So you can get 4k HDR, 60 frames a second, 5.1 surround sound. If you have, it's recommended to have at least 35 megabits per second. Um, it can go down to a minimum of 10 megabits, but with that you get, I believe it's just 720p and then 60 frames mm-hmm. is what it was. And then 1080p is somewhere in the middle. Again, not as high as I thought. I did see something on Twitter. I can't remember who posted it that said for the people that have data caps on their internet, that streaming at 4k for 65 hours in a month, puts you at one terabyte of data. <laughs> That's uh, expensive. <laughs> And I know a lot of uh, Comcast, we don't have Comcast here where we are in in Ohio, uh, but for the people that have Comcast, I know that they have hard data limits and one terabyte is the highest that you can go. So if you're playing only at 4K, an average of three hours every day, assuming that you're not doing anything else on the internet. So no, yeah, true. No, like, you know, just web browsing, no streaming Netflix or anything like that. If you're just playing games for three hours a day at 4K resolution, yeah, 65 hours, you'd hit one terabyte of uh, at your data cap. So again, that's that's something that Google can't really control that. That's more on, on Comcast's end, but it is interesting that these specs are great, that right. you, you can get that mm-hmm. without having to buy a $1,000 PC or a $500 console. But yeah, on, on the back end, on the actual... On the actual uh, bandwidth side of it, it, it there still seems to be some some limitations. Um, then they talked about the Stadia controller. They say it's the best way to play. It hooks up to the um, the Chromecast via Wi-Fi to um, give you what is a Chromecast? It's it's like a, it's like a Roku. Um, it's like a streaming device. It's like a Roku or a um, Amazon Fire Stick or something. Gotcha. Um, it's just Google's branded version of it. Okay. But yeah, so the Stadia controller is, they say, of course, they're going to say it's the best way to play. Uh, I doubt it. (laughs) I doubt it too. It does support, obviously, the um, Xbox One and the PS4 controller and other controllers as well. 
I don't see any, yeah, I don't see any reason. They haven't really said with any definitive proof why it's the best way. They said that the input lag is supposed to be nothing is why, because it is connected via Wi-Fi versus the other ones, I think, are Bluetooth connected. Uh, okay. So, I mean, if that, I mean, I guess if you're playing like a, See what I was a shooter or a yeah. Or fighting I was thinking more along yeah. like the actual like feel of the controller oh, and yeah. ergonomics. Because I would I trust Sony and Microsoft and Nintendo. Yeah. They've been making controllers forever, so I was just thinking more like, no. does Google really know how to actually like design right. a controller? I'm sure the actual hardware inside the controllers. Um, then they good. talked about uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. We saw a CD trailer. Looks pretty cool. Did you guys play Wildlands at all? No. 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 The last game, I the last Ghost Recon game I played, honestly, I think was, uh, what was the name of it? it just, Ghost Recon, right? No. It was... Um, I haven't played a Ghost Recon. It was the one that, it was the one that I think launched with 360. It was, uh, shoot, I can't even remember. It doesn't Advanced matter. Warf- yeah. Advanced Warfighter or something like that? Warfighter. Yeah. That might actually be it. But anyway, so that was the last one. Um, this one looks really interesting. I, I like the look and the feel. It's kind of a Rambo-esque. Yeah. Not not that you're, you know, fighting yourself, but but you're like on an island and you're taking out this, yeah, this person or this, you know, paramilitary group that's that's taking over this uh, this island. Looks interesting. I'm sure obviously we'll see more at the Ubisoft conference. Um, but yeah, so the next game that we saw was Guilt. Um, I can't remember who it was Bye. Let me pull that up here. But it looks really cool. It's got a, not a Pixar, but yeah, like a Pixar quality. It's right. like kind of childish. You're, you're, it looks like you're playing the game through the, it, the eyes of a child. But it was it, were they aliens? Was that what it was? Oh, okay. Just by watching the trailer, for like the art style, me and Chase were saying, it kind of reminded us of like Luigi's Mansion, that kind of mm-hmm. like scary, whimsical kind right. of feel to it. For some reason, because it takes place in the school, it looked like. That's all yeah. chalkboards and stuff. I thought maybe it was like some, maybe it's about a girl who's like, has like fears or like mm-hmm. is getting picked on at school or something like that. And she's kind of confronting It's those. Tequila Works. So tequila they, works. yeah, they were the same ones that did Rhyme. But yeah, it looked really cool. It, again, it's a, it looks like a survival, I wouldn't say survival horror in the traditional sense. It doesn't look gory, but just, yeah, you're, it looks like you're a child, you're a girl that's maybe seven or eight, nine and I think they were aliens. They look like some type of creature, monster mm-hmm. alien. But yeah, she's like sneaking through the school. She's trying to avoid being seen. Um, you know, she's ducking from, you know, cover to cover, shadow to shadow. It looks, it was actually the one that stuck out to me the most. That looks really cool. I did see that that is a Google Stadia exclusive. Oh, uh, yeah. So that, that it seems to be... Um, yeah, just you'll only be able to play it there. Uh, then the next one, the next game that we saw was Get Packed. Um, it looked more of like a party game. I, more like I'm i not interested at all. Or yeah, like it, it should be like a free game of the month. Yeah, right. <laughs> For it's, Xbox it's like, Live or PlayStation. I, I, I think the premise is that you're just like moving furniture across town or across the street. <laughs> I don't know. Exciting stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, not really my thing, but I guess if, if you're into that type of stuff. Uh, but then Division 2 is uh, confirmed to be coming. Obviously, that's not a surprise. Ubisoft has been pretty big with Stadia since the beginning. Um, did you guys do the uh, that trial back in the fall with uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey on... No. They did like a test run on Chrome server or on Chrome browsers. Um, and I, I signed up for it, but I didn't get selected. So I wasn't able to test it out. But yeah, this was like before Stadia was officially announced, but they were... Oh, uh, they're, they're... What? Like beta servers. testing it, yeah. And okay. so like a, a select group, I don't know how many thousands, but basically you got 
Assassin's Creed Odyssey for free. And then you got to play, you can play on, you know, anything, a tablet uh-huh. or a PC or, or, you know, any any PC. And then just kind of like report back with your experience if there was any lag and, you know, anything like that. But anyway, so yeah, Ubisoft's been pretty tight with Google Stadia since the beginning. So it's no surprise that Division 2 will be there. I know you guys played it, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. We got it. Okay. Uh, I, did, I haven't played Division 2. I played the uh, I played the first one. But yeah, I mean, it seems, yeah, it seems like it's it's good to go. Uh, I know that Destiny 2, which we'll talk about here in a second, is cross-progression and then cross, I think, save as well. Yeah. Uh, they said that's, yeah. I don't know if like Division that. 2, did you guys hear it? Is Division 2 that way? They, they didn't, didn't say. say okay. Yeah, they didn't mention. So I don't know if Division 2 is that way. That would be obviously, since it is an older title, especially by the time Stadia launches this fall, it would only make sense that it would be because... I can't imagine somebody dropping 100 or 200 hours in Division 2 and then have to restart Started when the Stadia version comes out. But yeah, so again, what one of the things that I noticed is that they showed games like that, games of service. So like Division 2, Destiny 2, you know, even though Ghost Recon is not out yet, you're, you can assume that that game is probably going to follow that mold. Games that people are going to, I think, play elsewhere, but then if they're on a trip... Or maybe I was even thinking like if somebody's on the main TV and all you have is your iPad, mm-hmm. you know, it'd be easy way to just like pick up where you left off. So that that's cool to see. Then they talked to actually about the pricing. So the Stadia Pro is $9.99 a month. Cheap. Relatively. Cheap. Yeah. I, I was very surprised by that. I was, expecting, I was thinking at least like $14.99. I was thinking about $15, bucks, 15 to $20. Um, but I actually have this article pulled up. It's by Jonathan Dornbush over at IGN. They, so he kind of breaks down all the details that were in there. So it says uh, Stadia will be available in November. And the only way to launch, the only way at launch to access the cloud-based service will be the via, will be via the Founders Edition. Google will reveal more details in the future about how people can access Stadia in 2020. Uh, it'll be available in 14 countries. So where to play Google Stadia? So again, just as I said before, you can play on your desktop um, or tablet with a Chrome browser. You can play on your TV with a Chromecast Ultra or Google Pixel phones, the 3 and the 3A specifically. Let's go to the, okay, so Google Stadia Pro subscription details. So it's $9.99 a month. It will get you the highest quality streaming. Mm -hmm. So if you have the stadia base which is their other it's like their free package Mm -hmm. you're capped out at 1080 and 60 frames a second and i think maybe hdr but with stadia pro you do have access up to 4k 60 frames hdr 5.1 surround sound uh, for your stadia games stadia base which is not available until 2020 will let you stream games up to 1080p and 60 frames a second. So in addition to the stream quality, Stadia Pro also gives you access to exclusive discounts on games as well as free games similar to Xbox Live or PlayStation Plus. Those free games will be accessible as long as your pro subscription is active. Again, that's exactly the same as PlayStation Plus. If you're, yeah, if you're, if your subscription lapses, then you lose access to those games until you re-up. Uh, and then for a limited time, Stadia Pro will also give players full access to Destiny 2, including the base game, all the previous add-ons, the new expansion, and the uh, annual pass. Again, so if anybody is wanting to play Stadia right off the bat, you do have to get the Founders Pack. I don't think it's going to be open 
to the public. Like the base version is not going to be available until 2020. They didn't even say when. Um, I don't know if that's a first quarter thing. Maybe they're using the founders addition to maybe work out the kinks a little bit more. Yeah, just doing a slow rollout. Yeah. Um, but the founders edition is 129 bucks. Um, if you are interested in that, it comes with a limited edition night blue controller, Chromecast Ultra, which they say normally retails for 70 bucks. You have a three month subscription to Stadia Pro, a first chance to claim your Stadia name, and then you get one three month buddy pass to give Stadia Pro to a friend. So again, that's 130 bucks. That is available now. Um, so if you do you know, want to get that, um, you're obviously more than able to. Um, they say spots are limited, so I don't know what the cap is, but if you are interested, I would definitely jump on it sooner than later. If you don't want to do that, you can again get Stadia Base, which is, oh, it, said, it does say beginning in 2020. Again, not a specific time frame. Uh, with Stadia Base, you will be able to buy games via Stadia and then play them on Google's cloud cloud gaming platform with the following features. Again, 1080, 60 frames, stereo sound. You get to buy and keep the games that you want. So again, it is a la carte. Um, so just like, you know, going on PSN or Xbox Live. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you can play in a Chrome browser on any computer or on your Pixel 3 or 3A phone. Does it have to be a Pixel phone? They said to start, it is only Pixel phones. Okay. So I was. I also heard them say like Chrome browser, but I'm guessing that's just for laptops. Yeah, I think that's only laptops and, and um, maybe tablets, uh, iPads. Okay. After that, we saw Destiny 2 Shadowkeep reveal. Um, did you guys play Destiny 2 at all? No. Played the first one. I have the second one. I probably put 20 hours into it. I never even beat the main campaign. I just kind of fell off of it. I don't know if this is enough to get me back. But yeah, so Destiny 2 Shadowkeep. I know, again, a lot of people are, are big Destiny 2 fans. So I'm happy that you're happy. They didn't talk about a date as far as even the Google or the, the Stadia Pro version. Um, but if you go to their website, it does say a November release month. It doesn't even give a date, but it does say November. Then they talked about uh, over 20 publishers and partners. Uh, I'll give you the quick rundown. Uh, Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2, Doom Eternal, Doom 2016, Rage 2, The Elder Scrolls Online, and Wolfenstein Youngblood. Again, of course, Destiny 2. Capcom is announced, but they didn't say any games that were coming with it. Uh, again, Get Packed, uh, Grid, Metro Exodus, Drill Thumper, EA is uh, a partner, but no specific games were announced. Uh, Farming Simulator 19, Baldur's Gate 3, Power Rangers Battle for the Grid, Rockstar is a partner, but no, no games announced, Football Manager, Samurai Showdown, uh, Final Fantasy 15, and then the Tomb Raider reboot and the two sequels, Rise of the Tomb Raider and Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Then you have NBA 2K, Borderlands 3, again, Guilt, which we saw before, Mortal Kombat 11, Darksiders Genesis, which, which was just announced earlier today. It's not a, um, did you guys see this? Darksiders Genesis? No. no. So it's not like the other Darksiders where it's like a third person action adventure. It's more of a top down Diablo-esque ah. game set in the Darksiders universe. Uh, you play as a fifth horse I get I was gonna say fifth four horsemen making stuff up now <laughs> uh, a fifth horseman of the apocalypse <laughs> called strife and you are I think you are or charged with protecting humanity from the other four horsemen I think is what it was but anyway so that's coming out later this fall and then of course Ubisoft you have Assassin's Creed Odyssey Just Dance Ghost Recon Breakpoint The Division 2 Trials Rising and The Crew 2 so far announced again the controller uh, it's 70 bucks you can get 
just black, clearly white, and wasabi colors. And then again, if you do get the Founders Pack, you get the limited edition, I believe it was Night Blue. Night Blue or, yeah, Night... Yeah, night blue, I think it was. But What's yeah. your button layout? Is it like A, B, X, Y? Or yeah, so A, B, X, Y. Yeah, so A is where... So if you're thinking about it like a uh, PlayStation controller, A is X, circle is B, triangle is Y, and square is X. So like exactly like the Xbox. Is that like the Xbox yeah. controller? Yeah, Xbox and, and Nintendo, I think, right? Maybe. maybe. Yeah, maybe. And then, yeah, the controller itself uses built-in Wi-Fi to connect directly to games running in Google's data centers. And then it features a dedicated button to capture footage, um, just like I'm assuming Xbox, um, but also PS4. And then another button to access the Google Assistant, 3.5 millimeter headphone jack, USB-C port for charging, uh, wired gameplay and other accessories. So yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, my big question, well, actually, I actually have a couple questions. My big thing is I want to see, obviously, what Xbox is doing. Because right. they're going to have their, you know, from the leaks that are coming out of that conference is that xCloud is going to be the big, fo- even more than the next generation console itself, is that xCloud is going to be their big focus this year. I don't think that Stadia is going to, at least in our circle, you know, the, the people that are in tune with the, the industry and that play games regularly Uh i don't think that stadia is going to be anybody's main way to play no um i (laughs) i highly doubt that i don't even know if it'd be like the the second maybe third way to play after everybody they have it's either microsoft or sony consoles and then usually that somebody's picking up a nintendo well that's what i was that's what it made me think of is like when the wii was out and then x you know the xbox 360 and the ps3 most people in our and again in our circle the the quote-unquote hardcore gamers they had an xbox or a playstation and then they had the wii Right. As like a secondary, you know, you for the, for your Nintendo exclusives and, and things like that. I think this is going to be the same way that going into even next generation, people are going to have their Xbox or they're going to have their PlayStation. And then if they do, especially with PlayStation, because Xbox is going to have their own Play Anywhere xCloud streaming service. Uh-huh. So really with just PlayStation specifically, it's appealing that it's cross-save that, hey, if I do have... Now, granted, you would have to get both versions of the game, but if you are that big into The Division or into Destiny or whatever else is next and you can justify paying for two copies of the game, maybe, you know, if you do travel a lot or, again, you only have one TV in the house mm-hmm. and, you know, it's being used by somebody else, you know, that might make it justifiable. Now, I, I'm interested to see if like people that don't regularly regularly play games, maybe they just play games on their phone or just play games on their tablet, is the appeal of everything that you get. Because, I mean, really what Google did today essentially was announce a 4K HDR console for 129 bucks. Right. And so, it, you know, everything else notwithstanding, is that enough to get the casual person that is not, you know, that's not going to listen to this podcast or doesn't read IGN every day and maybe they love their one or two games a year. You know, they love their Madden. They love next Rockstar game and a Call of Duty and that's all they play for the year. Is that going to be enough that they don't have to pay $1,000 or $500 for, you know, a PC or a console and then another $500 for a 4K TV. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is it going to be enough of a value proposition to, because I don't think that Google is necessarily going for the same market that Sony and Microsoft are. Right. But you think casual players, because if you're playing Assassin's Creed on your phone or tablet, 
you're going to have to buy one of those controllers. Right. I mean, as a casual player looking at that controller and be like, do I really want to drop 80 bucks on this controller just to, you know, when I can play my words with friends or whatever. And that's kind of what they do. They're kind of in a weird position where they're not going to really grab a lot of hardcore gamers because there's a, I don't see really hardly any exclusives going to Stadia. It's just, there's no... I don't either. There's not, there's not going to be a big enough install base where publishers are going to risk right. putting uh, exclusive content on there. At least AAA exclusive content. I, for one, because I don't typically play on Xbox. I haven't had an Xbox since the early 360 days. I And at 10 bucks a month... It is cheap. I might just have it just to have it. It's like, you know, you, right. it's like another, it is another subscription service. It's the same reason why I don't cancel HBO or that I have Hulu and Netflix. Right. And, you know, and it's just like it's another one of those. It's just, it's, it's nice. It yeah. <laughs> it's, it's nice to, it's nice that it's there when I want it. Cause I don't use Hulu every day, you know, and I don't, I mean, I use Netflix more, but anyway, my point is, is that it's, it's cheap enough to, yeah, if somebody's on the TV or, you know, I'm at work and I can, you know, just pull up my laptop, my work laptop and just have a controller in my bag. Right. And on my lunch break, I can just play for an hour. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. cool. It, you know, then that might be because I don't, I don't want to say I don't plan on getting an Xbox, you know, but if I end up staying the way that I am now and just have a PlayStation, I just wish, I just wish I didn't have to buy two copies of the game. I mean, that's a right. personal problem. But, you know, it is appealing that if I did want to, you know, do that, I can, you know, the the barrier entry is so s- small now. You know, exactly. it, it used to be, yeah, again, it used to be if you wanted HD, you had to get an HD TV and then you had to get the console and then, you know, the games and you're dropping almost a thousand dollars here. Again, literally it's 130 bucks and you potentially, depending on your internet and if everything works as advertised, you have a, you know, up to 4k experience with zero lag or minimal lag. I hope so. You know. Uh, yeah, that's going to be the big if, thing. Yeah, if they're if it's laggy, people are not going to buy but it. But from what from everything that I heard at the again, this was in a limited test, but in the test run for Assassin's Creed last fall, I didn't hear too many issues. I don't know how they did it. Yeah, I didn't I didn't hear too many issues. Um, I'm interested again to see how Xbox handles this, not handles it, but how what their version of this is. They got something because something going. if from all accounts, then they. From what I understand, they're kind of planning the same thing as that. The cool thing with Xbox is that, you know, if you buy it on the Xbox 2 or whatever it's going to be called, or the Xbox One X, and then they have the X Cloud where you can play on your phone or tablet or a PC, just like Google Stadia, but you already own it in the Xbox ecosystem, you don't have to pay 60 bucks for another copy, which is very appealing. If it, again, if the rumors are true and it ends up working out that way. And then Sony, I mean, Sony, they do have, they do have their PlayStation now, which I have tried. It was okay. Um, There was a lot of latency, so I wouldn't recommend. And granted, this was a couple months ago, but there was, you know, I wouldn't play like a a Call of, there's no way you can play Call of Duty or a fighting game on there. But if, you know, if it's a RPG or like a strategy game, turn-based or something, then, you know, that's fine. They, They did have their partnership with Microsoft that was announced for this issue. But anyway, yeah, I mean, that. you guys have any other thoughts? Uh, I mean, not really. The Stadia, what me and Chase were talking about is, when we're kind of going back to like the value of it is, the, if we were to kind of sign up and do it, mm-hmm. 
it would be because we're not necessarily smart enough or have enough money to build like a beefy PC. Right. And I want to play like those like Total War games because I've never played them before and they always look Mm, really cool. And like games like that that are PC only. Right. Um, that would probably be a big reason for me. I don't know how, how many people that would sway, but right. people who don't want to build a big PC for, for gaming, I can see it appealing to them also. Yeah. I we'll mean, wait and see, you know, I, I, I'm excited. Like I said, I, $10 a month is just so cheap that I'm just, it's almost like an impulse buy. <laughs> yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? It really is. It's like, you know, I'll, oh, I'll try it for a month. And, then. and also, it was really smart for them to put that buddy pass in there because mm-hmm. that will spread the word. If it's a good yeah. service, it'll oh, yeah. start, you know. And so I'm, I'm interested in it. You know, I'm not going to get the Founders Edition um, by any means. I want to see how this plays out. I want to see what the other consoles have to offer. I am very intrigued. I am excited that this is kind of the way that things are going, that, you know, cross-play between consoles. I think we, we talked on the last episode or two episodes ago that, you know, Call of Duty, you know, that you can play with anybody on any console online, you know, between that, you know, play with anybody you want, whenever you want, and you can play anywhere through xCloud and Stadia and and anything else coming down the line. You know, that's really, that's really exciting. Yeah. Like I said, it's, I'm excited that that's where this is going. Yeah. Um, I just hope it works as advertised. So I am a little bit, I'm, I'm hopeful that it, it, it will. Um, I'm not hopeful enough to spend 130 bucks for a day one access. I want to see how it plays out, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much it. You guys have any closing thoughts? No, no, no. that's a wait and see approach. I'm sure they'll release more info. They need to get it. Those servers packed mm-hmm. full of people before they release. And-, and the thing is, is that even like, I mean, they still have the, the, base version the stadia base where again it's just like is that the only difference between the base and the pro is is the resolution the streaming quality and you don't have the discounted access or the free games i'm assuming every month okay yeah because i remember them saying something about like you still would have to buy yeah so from from what i understand is that you get discounts on new games and they will just similar to playstation plus they will give you free access free with a $10 subscription, but they will give you free access to like older titles. And then, yeah, you get the 4k streaming, but then the base is, or the, the base package is you don't get, it's obviously not a subscription because you're not paying for it, but yeah, you can just buy whatever game you want a la carte and then you can stream it. You wherever. Know, yeah. Wherever you want. Um, but you don't get, yeah, you don't get the discounts and then you don't get the, the higher resolution. So really all you need, and if you have an Xbox controller, you know, and you have a game that is Stadia exclusive, ideally pay the 60 bucks and then you can play, you know, if it is a total war, you know, or whatever, if it's a game that, you know, whatever game might be just exclusive like that guilt game, you know, if it's a $40, $30 title, you already have your controller, so you don't need to do that. And then you already have a tablet or a PC and then you can play it anywhere, you know, so that, I mean, really they're giving you the service for free. They're just giving you a little extra if you decide to. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. If you decide to pay the 10 bucks. But yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. So what we're going to do, guys, is um, the next press conference is, what did we say? Microsoft? Microsoft's EA was Saturday. Oh, EA Play. So we're going to come back Saturday, probably afternoon or evening. The big title that obviously I think most people want to see is going to be uh, Star Wars. So we're going to, hopefully they'll give us a trailer and an extended gameplay demo for that on Saturday. And then on Sunday evening... 
here on the East Coast or Eastern time zone is uh, Microsoft. So that one is going to be a big, that's going to be a big one. It's rumored to be about two hours, 14 exclusives, talk about xCloud and their next console. I, I'm excited. That's probably between that and Square. That's probably my my biggest or my high, most anticipated, you know, press conferences. So we'll, we'll be uh, seeing that. But yeah, so check back on Saturday. Um, again, if you guys did like this episode, you found it, again, informative, entertaining, please subscribe. YouTube.com slash SafePointVids. Follow us on all the major platforms. 